Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. La, 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 la. Oh, I feel alive again. Oh, I feel alive. <laughs> I returned my rental car yesterday afternoon. You saw that thing, right? What was it? A, a Mitsubishi Mirage, I think it was. Yeah. It was one of those one where I showed up the rental car and I'm like, I need a car. What have you got? Well, we have this. It's the size of a shoebox. Yeah. Would you like it? It's what we use to keep the bathroom door pried open. <laughs> it was. It was pretty tiny. Ooh, and you noisy inside. Like I didn't, it's been a long time since I've been in a car that small, but it's like, I could barely hear the, it wouldn't, the Bluetooth wouldn't connect to my phone. So it's like driving around in 1972 in there. I wasn't controlling what I was listening to. It was noisy. (laughs) You mean you had to listen to the radio? (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) no, but you know how you take phone calls? I mean, on Bluetooth, of course, hands free, always free. Yeah. Like I felt disconnected from the world. I felt like I was not in charge. The most snobbish thing I think I've ever, is like, ooh, do you have to turn the key with your hand like a barbarian? Like the pioneers did? Sure. They gave me two keys to that car and the keys were massive. Couldn't even put them in my pocket. Had to carry around mass. Had to, I did have to do the move where you put it in the ignition and turn. My wrist is sore (laughs) from turning a key. Oh, I'm so spoiled by my push-button start that I don't know if I could remember how to turn a key properly. How long do you hold it for? Ten minutes? <laughs> yeah, until the car's screaming. <laughs> I, but the, I had to go put gas in it before I took it back to the rental place. Here's the upside of driving a car that literally, I wouldn't say shoebox, maybe it was the size of a box that like some work boots came in, so slightly bigger, the car itself. But I picked it up. It had a half tank of gas, so I had to bring it back with a half tank of gas in it. I drove that thing a lot yesterday. I put a lot of kilometers on it. I'm like, I paid $85 for this. I'm getting my money's worth. So then I went to a gas station, and you have to bring it back to half. I didn't want to pull put a full tank in there because then I'd be giving them gas. So I pull up, and I'm like, I don't know, 20 bucks. I put 20 bucks, almost filled it up. It was crazy. So that yeah. was... That's the upside of driving a sensible vehicle. Yeah. A bit of a difference from your truck, I'm sure. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But what is one of the best feelings a person can have is when you return a rental car or a U-Haul, especially a Mm U-Haul, and you get back in your car in familiar territory on home turf for the first time. And suddenly it just feels so sporty. It it does way better in corners than the U-Haul. It's like when you go skiing all day. And at the end of the day, you take your ski boots off and you put your regular shoes on and you're like, oh my God, am I ever agile? Am I a Romanian gymnast? <laughs> it just feels right. Yeah. Yeah. Being back in your own car. Yeah. That's one of the sweet gifts life gives you. Unless you have a crappy car. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hopefully your Mitsubishi Mirage is not an upgrade from your normal car. 
Well, I don't know. I feel it was, bad. I think we lost the Mitsubishi account. I think we just did. But I showed up just as they were getting ready to close, and it was one of those things, I just need a car. What have you got? I could have ended up with, I don't know, a boat, but no, I ended up with the Mirage, whatever, Mitsubishi Mirage. But the, the thing that you just brought up, like when you rent a car, hopefully the car you're renting is better than your car and not the other way around. And when you check into a hotel too, I've often thought of this too. When you go spend good money to stay in a hotel, the furniture in the hotel room should be better than your furniture at home. And the cable package should be better than what you have at home, not worse. Yeah, and I have not found the better cable package hotel just Never, yet. No. not once ever. <laughs> oh, what's that? All CSI all day? How do they get that channel? <laughs> And why is it that every time I turn the TV on in a hotel, it always resets back to the info channel about the, I will never go to your fitness center. I'm not going to use your business center and I'm not going to eat in that garbage restaurant. Stop forcing it into my face. No, I know where the vending machines are. I don't need the TV to tell me. Can I talk about the remote in the TV in the hotel room too? You don't want to touch that. Well, no, you don't. But my thing is too, is like every time somebody comes in and cleans your room, why do they always... I leave the remote for the TV next to the bed, you know, where you watch TV from. Why do they always put it on top of the TV? They always, it's like you get back to your room and I'm like, oh my God, I could go for a ZSI marathon. And then you have to get up and go get the remote off the TV. That's not a good place to keep the remote for the TV. Leave it by the bed. Yeah. Listen to us. Put the TV closer to the bed and make your rental car ignitions push button so I don't have to hurt myself turning a key. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. So this is kind of, uh, this is a sad story, but horrifying as well. Yeah, it happened last year. The guy was just charged yesterday, so it was back in the news yesterday, of a guy here in Edmonton where his house caught on fire. Back in November. Back in November, and when the firefighters kicked down the door to go put out that fire, Inside, they found 700 reptiles and amphibians and whatnot. Yeah, there were a lot of snakes, frogs, lizards. Can you imagine that, though? Like, if you're a firefighter and your thing is, oh, man, I do not do snakes, and you have to rush into a house that's full of snakes, are you allowed to... Is there such thing as, like, a firefighter mulligan or where you... <laughs> you just get every every yeah, every single... A uh, firefighter gets one get out of jail card. That's what it, yeah. Which means you're like, I'm not doing this. Uh, you're all, <laughs> that's where I'd whip mine out and be like, uh-uh, I'm going to be sitting in the truck over there. I'm going to be laying down in the hose bed of the truck. It'd be pretty alarming too when you're, your neighbor's house is on fire and you see the firefighters run in and then rush out screaming about all the snakes they found. That'd be horrifying. Like I, I don't do snakes. I can't look at pictures of them. I can barely listen to people talk about them. They just bought, I'm sure that the people who love the snakes, yes, everybody says they're fantastic pets. They're not for me. That's my choice. But the fact that this guy had 700 reptiles in his home and the a lot of them didn't make it through the fire, but they also said a lot of them might have been dead before the fire. Yeah, that's why the charges came into yeah. play. Yeah, so anyway, it is a sad story. It's tragic. He's, he's going to be charged with, animal cruelty, I think. But we started talking about when you just learned something weird about your neighbor. 
And turns out we all live next to freaks. Boom. Not always, though. Sometimes the stories were good. There were two good stories. The rest were all freaks. <laughs> You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's like radio, but on the internet. Wow! So we just started talking about, you know, the most interesting thing you ever found out about one of your neighbors. Somebody said, I found out my neighbors are swingers. Ooh, how'd you find that one out? Yeah, I want to know. Raise his eyebrows. Yeah. Come to a, we're having a party this Thursday night. What are all those codes they say? Bring your key. Oh, you leave your garage door partially open? Yeah, that's the one. That's because I asked (laughs) that question one day. I was trying to, uh, I should be careful. Somebody on my street always leaves their garage door open about a foot at the bottom. And somebody, and I was talking about, like, why would you do that? And somebody texted in and said, that means they're swingers. Leaving your garage door open a foot? What, so the other swingers can just sort of shoulder roll under the door? Is that... Limbo their way into your living room? What if I shoulder roll under a door like that and go, I'm here for the swinging, and they're like, what? And they have no idea what I'm talking about. I don't think that's the code for it. No. Something about a pineapple, too. That was another thing? That's another one. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I had, uh, I had a drug house in the alley, on the other side of the alley from me. Yeah. Ooh, that was juicy. I watched them get evicted. With all their drugs? I don't think they probably got to keep the drugs. One of my neighbors has a room in their house with a massive doll collection, like lined up on shelves wall to wall. Would have never known, except one day I drove by and the blinds were open and the lights were on and all the faces were staring out into the night at me. (laughs) That's horrifying. You know what? That's actually a great security. People spend hundreds, thousands of dollars on security systems. Have a doll collection room right as you enter your house. Who wants to break into that house? I'm not... Have an entire room with just shelves of ventriloquist dummies sitting on the shelves. Nobody wants any part of that. No. Uh, there's that microwave story again. No, I can't bring myself to read that one. Oh, yeah. That Oof. one's gross. I know. I remember my parents in Calgary on in their block years ago, a house caught on fire and it was a grow up. Oh. And I guess that's quite common for how they discover grow-ups is they catch on fire from time to time. Somebody left a plant too close to the iron? I think so. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, We're going to continue to talk about the most interesting thing you ever found out about your neighbor. Not all of them uh, are stories of how your neighbor was running a grow-up. We got a text here. Now I won't be able to find it. Ugh. Uh, oh, most interesting thing I found out about my neighbor is that he was awarded the Order of Canada. Just a regular guy mowing the lawn with Canada's highest award. Please tell me he was wearing the medal around his neck as he was mowing the lawn. Was he? Uh, man, oh man. I had a neighbor with alligators and crocodiles. What? I did write back to this person. I said, was this here in Edmonton? They haven't responded yet. That'd be crazy. Where do you even buy an alligator or a crocodile here in Edmonton? Or do you just go south and drive back with one in the passenger seat? How does that work? It's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, this has been fun talking about just the weird things or, I don't know, maybe it's good stories, just things you learned about your neighbors. Uh, an update to this text it came in earlier. It just all it said was, I had a neighbor that had crocodiles and alligators. 
And of course I wrote back and I'm like, what? You're in Edmonton? And then they said, yeah, in the 90s, I lived in Sherbrooke. His basement had a pond and the crocs and turtles just wandering around. Don't know what happened to him or his pets, though. Uh, Well, I kind of do. I have an idea in my head what happened to him. Well, it's what happens to you when you raise crocodiles in your basement in the city. Yeah, you're going to go down in that basement Mm -hmm. and find a bunch of bones. Yeah, one day you're going to swing... the. The alligator, the crocodile is just going to be standing up against the wall like this, and you're going to come around the corner, and he's going to jump you. Yeah. Mess you up. Take you into a death roll in your basement. That's that's not good when you can have a death roll in your basement. Okay. This one, I don't know. It's troublesome. I remember years ago, I was walking my dog through the neighborhood, noticed through the window that someone was a fan of a certain fascist German leader. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, you want to, at night, you want to keep the blinds closed and probably leave the lights off. Oh, man. Uh, I watched my neighbor's... Oh. I watched my neighbor's body get wheeled out of the house. He'd been there dead for a week. Oh, God. Bryce, you've been there. I have been there. Uh, it was an apartment building, so mm-hmm. I got to not only see that, but all the aromas that go with it. Let's keep it light and bright. <laughs> oh, this one. This one makes no sense to me. Um, I used to rent a house out and one day I received a call from this person was a landlord like they were they had a revenue property I used to rent a house out one day I received a call from the police turns out the couple that was renting my place was making counterfeit money in the garage Lisa I wrote back and I'm like did you not see any evidence of counterfeiting ever and Lisa said nope had no idea also fun fact they had trouble paying the rent several times dude you're literally making money and you can't pay your rent mustn't have been good copies lol not confident in their products no not at all wow there's a lot of these stories there's another order of can does everyone have an order of canada except for you and i Kind of feels that way. I feel like we've been excluded. Now I'm taking it as a personal attack. I want an Order of Canada, and I will wear that thing everywhere. It's like we talked about before, too. If you have the Order of Canada or an Olympic gold or silver medal, you can wear that anywhere. No judgment. You should wear that anywhere. Yeah, you're at the wave pool at the mall. Wear your gold medal. Yeah. Or silver, but not bronze. Might sink to the bottom. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. The thing you found out about your neighbor, and maybe it was a good thing. They're not all, these stories are not all negative. Some of them are pretty good. Like, well, some, even the negative ones are funny, but, well, this one in particular, it's, it's troublesome. Well, just let me read it to you. I had a couple living next door. She traveled for work a lot. One morning, I was leaving early. I saw him in the alley in his boxers putting a ragged-looking girl into a cab. We made eye contact. He put his fingers to his lips in the shh gesture. And that's the part that really bothers me because the fact that he's now dragged you into his dirt, he's dragged you into his secret life by shushing you, that's gross. Uh, man, a lot of people are saying that their neighbors are swingers. I don't even, like, how do you even find that out? Is it, like, is it in the opening introduction? You're just moving in, the U-Haul's still in the driveway, they come to the front door with an edible arrangement. Do they have some other signal? And that's one of the things we've actually talked about on this show before, is, like, do swingers have a signal? Is it the thing where they leave the garage door up a foot at the bottom? 
because I heard that one once and I kind of laughed because there's somebody on my street that does that. And I can't quite figure out why you would choose that as the international symbol for, hey, we swing here. Like, what do you do? Just shoulder roll under the door and just head on si- inside, grab yourself a drink and throw your keys in a bowl? Like, somebody else said, <laughs> I keep my garage door open because I smoke in my garage. You can try to come over to swing, but you're only going to leave smelling like cigarettes and weed. A good friend of mine... Oh, this is a text, not my experience. It just says, A good friend of mine and his wife are swingers. I asked him about the whole garage door thing. His response, You do realize that smartphones and social media exist, right? We don't need to use weird X-Files clues or fashion some sort of sex party bat signal. Okay, that's good. Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow! You know how we were talking the other day about... Uh, the one wheel. Apparently, that's what it's called. Oh yeah, that motorized thing you just stand. It's like a weird wheel that goes between your legs, and you stand on. But I had there were two different kinds. Like the guy I saw the other day, he was forward facing. Like the wheel was, like he was skiing down a hill. Yeah, and the other one is like a skateboard style. You ride it snowboard or skateboard style. I saw a guy. I was on a walking path yesterday, and a guy came roaring towards me. And uh, he was on one of the snowboard style ones. And it looked cool because he was kind of, you know, doing a little bit of slalom down the path and everything. But the guy that I saw the other day was on the forward facing one. And he was coming up the uh, uh, 111th Street over top of the Henday. He was on the sidewalk going over the bridge. He was just roaring along. And I couldn't decide whether, does that look cool or not cool? I don't know where I land there. But somebody sent this text. I'm not sure if I was drunk, but I think I saw one wheel man on 34th Avenue regularly during the winter. I saw him again yesterday. I was driving beside him. Yep, he was doing at least 40 kilometers an hour. Also, he must have heard you say you can't look cool because he was riding with his hands clasped behind his back like, hey, no big deal. Ooh, interesting. You know the way a skier goes down the ramp, right? Like a yeah, ski like, jumper? So... That is a tough one because those things do look kind of fun and you can get some serious speed. Oh, yeah. But you're right. When your hands are just kind of at your sides, it doesn't look, it looks too stiff. There's nothing to do with your hands. Like, I don't know what you. Yeah, you need to do something cool with your hands. Like, even if you had some poles or something, I I don't know if that would look cool. Maybe juggle some knives. Yeah. Read a book, maybe. Have a cup of tea and a saucer. You need some business with your hands. And it's like I've always talked about before, too. When you watch a sitcom and, like, there's a scene going on inside an apartment, everybody goes to the fridge, grabs... Everybody's opening a bottle of water or doing something because you got to have business. You have to have stuff to do with your hands. Otherwise, it looks unnatural for you to be in that scene. And it looks unnatural for a person to have nothing to do with their hands while they're on a mode of transportation. I'm sure... at the end of the day, they probably want their hands ready just in case they do hit a branch. They yeah, have to brace. <laughs> you, you don't want to fall face first going 50 kilometers per hour. Oh, man, I would die if I saw somebody ripping along on one reading a newspaper. Wouldn't that be something? Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Same music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy. <laughs>